you can't just raise prices. Yeah. And it's really easy. Like, you know, it's one thing to raise prices in a recession when you're, you know, zigging while everyone else is zigging. Right now, everybody's raising prices. So if you're just raising prices, you're probably not doing enough. This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Brought to you by G4 Marketing. Interviews with today's top home improvement entrepreneurs about marketing, sales, money, mindset, and lifestyle. Now, here's your host, Brian Kaskavalsian. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. This is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group. And today I have with me Kirk. Oh, God, Kirk, you're going to kill me. Koskemi. No. Kirk Koskemi. Yes. Koskemi. <laughs> no, as a Kaskovalsian, that should be easy for me. Kaskovalsian. Um, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Ben. So welcome. Kirk owns Thank a you. company called Ibex Roofing. He is up in the Northwest, the great Northwest. And he's back again. You can check him out. This time I have a number. He, uh, he was last on episode 123. And today, I thought it would be interesting. So Kirk brought Kirk is in our highest level mastermind group here at the Wealthy Contractor. And on one of our recent mastermind calls, he had a very cool discovery as he was comparing this year's results to last year's results. And I thought that that would make for a very interesting conversation. Kirk, before we jump into that, give everybody just like the quick one minute on Ibex roof and well, and also the happy gutters. Okay, so the one minute Ibex roof is a residential roofing replacement contractor, has a sister company, Happy Gutters, which does the same thing with gutters serve the Portland market predominantly and a little bit basically with an hour of the Portland market. Roughly, we, it's about a, between the two is six, seven, eight million dollar company, depending on how your shakes out. Uh, we're at about six and a half last year between the two. Been in business seven years, I think. And yeah, that's about it. Cool. All right. So you were looking at some information comparing this year to last year. Can you set that up? What were you looking at? Okay. So basically I was looking at our numbers and Q1, so January through March of 22 this year. And I guess to set up, we're having our probably our, well, definitely we're having our best year ever. Last year was a little bit, last year was a good year, but not as good as I wanted due to inflation on materials. We have corrected for that this year because we've had a lot of inflation. We've adjusted our pricing model and we've caught up to it. So I was looking at Q1 22 numbers and the profitability is good. And so I started to dig a little deeper. Profitability is as good as it's ever been. Started to dig a little deep into some of the other stuff and I found some into the numbers and I found some some things that were that I thought would be useful to share with other people, I guess. Great. Do you want me just to dive right into them? Yeah, let's dive into it. And, and the reason I'm asking him to do this is I think that it's really interesting what he discovered. And I would imagine 
that he's not the only one that is experiencing this. And it's something for you to also look for in your business. I'm talking to you, the listener. So yeah, so go ahead. What were some of the things that you found out? Okay, the main idea to summarize it up is, I'll try to keep this as, as lively as possible and not too dry, but the main idea is sales are slightly up, but activity is slight is significantly down. So, and kind of my hypothesis on this is that inflation, especially in the con- construction materials, inflation and, and rising prices is hiding other things, is hiding inefficiencies, and I feel... Personally, I can't say it's the same for everyone, but I feel like my company is riding the wave of high pricing and is, is has the threat of going to an unsustainable model. For example, our total sales, our net income's doubled, which is great, and I and I love that. But for Q1, but I don't want it to. I'd rather have something that's sustainable and something that's really good right now. Net income, net bottom line income is what you're talking about right now. Yes. yes. Q1, Q1 of 2021 was when the inflation really started. Our net income straight up suffered. I think we might have had you know, 5% or something in Q1. Okay. Now, for Q1 of 2022, we are, the net income is just beautiful. It's everything I'd ever want. Okay. And if I look at the sales, for 21 verse 22, our sales are up. Our sales are up about 5% roughly. Our total income is up about 5%, which is great. But the problem is our number of re-roof jobs is down 42%. So we're selling 40% less jobs at a much higher price, which is great as long as it's sustainable. Our appointments are down 12% per week. Our dollar of sales is, yeah, is up 5%. Our average roof price is up 63%. So some of this wow. is price correction. Some of this is price correction where we we missed it. And then some of it is, you know, we're in this, we're in this inflation frenzy market. So it's easy to raise your pricing because everything's going up. Okay. Which we've done the correct thing by taking advantage of that. However, if I break it down, our marketing cost per re-roof appointment is up 135%. So our marketing cost per appointment is up 135%. Our cost, our marketing cost per roof sold is up 250%, 257%, but two and a half times for every roof that we're selling, our marketing cost is up two and a half times. And so then our our non-marketing overhead per roof, so is up 86%. So if I back out marketing and I look at our overhead, so we got... Less roofs. The numbers are great. The bottom line is great, but we got less roofs being done. Keep in mind, this is a month ago. So at that point, we had more people doing less roofs. And we've started making changes to correct this stuff. But this is the stuff I'm seeing. And I guess the message is, you know, times are good. Just because the numbers are good, you got to keep peeling the onion. Because I feel like this is our best year ever, but I'm finding more inefficiencies than ever. And well, in my it, opinion, there's no better time to correct now when you have the breathing room than, yeah. you know, when you're on the other side of the, when you're losing money. Yeah. So what I think is really important about this and why I asked Kirk to come on is one, 
I just want to point out, look at how he knows his numbers. And we talk about this here all the time. Numbers, numbers, numbers. You got to know this is a numbers driven business. You got to understand the economics of your business. You've got to have KPIs in place. You've got to understand what your lead costs are, what your demo cost is, what your, you know, per roof or per window sold. You got to know these costs. You got to know your overhead, everything. You got to know all of these things. And so what's fascinating about this is a lot of people are in the same boat. Hey, we're making money. We're up over last year. But how many people are digging in to see, okay, is this a, for lack of a better word, is this just a big bubble that is, you know, it's growing now and it's good, but is this thing going to pop? And then is it going to pop on me? Am I going to get, you know, am I going to get, you know, priced out of the market? You know, what are the threats that are possible? And so when you understand this stuff, you can look at it and say, okay, well, what are the things that I need to do to make sure I have a healthy business on the other side? And Kirk is one of the best I've seen at this. And when it comes to, you know, operating his company, he knows all the nuance, all the little ins and outs. So, so you've made some of these discoveries. What are some of the things that you're doing about it? Builder Prime is changing the game for home improvement contractors. Imagine having everything you need to help your business grow in one place. CRM, estimating marketing automation with SMS, production management software, and now call center dialer integration, all wrapped into one easy to use package. And it's never been easier to switch CRMs. Hundreds of contractors trust Builder Prime to grow their businesses with powerful reporting tools to see which leads are making money, which sales reps are the top performers, and where to optimize for the greatest impact. We're talking about winning more jobs, boosting productivity, and delighting your customers. Are you ready to fuel your business growth even faster without all the daily frustrations of your current tech stack? You owe it to yourself, your team, and your business to learn why everyone is switching over to Builder Prime, the only true does-it-all CRM for home improvement contractors. Head over to builderprime.com and request a personalized demo with an expert today. So we've replaced, since the making this discovery, we've replaced two of the office people. We got two people doing, two new people doing the job that two other people were doing, except for they're doing more with that job. We have our marketing. We're obviously looking very hard at the marketing. We're not reducing our marketing spend at all because I think this is a year where the marketing, you're going to have to spend in marketing. I think the the abundance of leads will go away. I agree. But the biggest thing we're doing is we're looking, basically breaking everything out. We're having a two hour, hour and a half finance meeting every week. We're coming up with new metrics, like a new one is overhead per roof sold or per roof installed. So because back in the day, so here's the other thing is our, you know, I get, and I got this kickback from some of the people here that, hey, our overhead is still 24% or whatever it is. You know, we're still good. Our overhead's still 24%. It's in just like last year. And, but we need new metrics because the numbers are changing so quick and with inflation and everything else, the old metrics of 24%, you know, that worked for the last five years don't work anymore. So we have to come up with new metrics like, you know, our overhead per roof. What is it per roof? So 
Because just because the roof costs more doesn't mean it should take more people to make it go through the system, if that makes sense. Yeah. And two, if this inflation continues, what will happen is the overhead wages and everything will have to follow. And so the overhead will quickly follow if we don't get that right sized. So, so yeah, we've, we've ended up, we've replaced two people because we said you know, that we're resistant to some of the changes. So obviously we had to replace them and we're just, we did a, we honestly did a, a spending freeze for office supplies, all that kind of stuff. Kind of just, uh, that's one thing I do if, if we don't, if, we, if it's too high, but no one really knows where to cut it say, okay, let's cut everything. And then, and let's go from there. You know, if no one has an answer, if, if we, the old saying, I heard this maybe at accelerator somewhere, but someone said, if we have the data, let's go with the data. If we don't have the data, let's go with my gut. So some yeah. of the stuff we're just having to go with my gut. And then if I'm wrong, <laughs> we'll figure it out. You know, you can always add costs back. You can always call someone up and say, Hey, I shouldn't have fired you when you come back. So I don't know. Sometimes you yeah. roll the dice, I guess. You know, I wish that that is advice that I had heard 20 years ago, because there was a, we didn't stop and look at, I would look at a number on our PL, like I, just when you said office supplies, every month I would look at this number and I would say, what the hell are they spending all of this money on? And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, okay, stop spending. Let's stop spending until we figure it out. I just let them keep doing it. You know what I found after when the business scaled back and I sold it and I ended up with all the stuff I would give, I had cabinets filled with office supplies, like all yeah. this crap. I had so many highlighter pens that, I mean, it's a dumb thing, but at thousand dollars a month or what, 2000, whatever it was a month, month in and month out, year in and year out it starts to add up and that's yeah. just one silly line item, right? We put one person in charge of like the Amazon account and said, everybody has to, everybody has to ask Alyssa. And if actually, I don't know if you can see me, but I got a new office. I'm using this stool. <laughs> I had to ask Alyssa this morning, like, can I please have an office chair? And she says, I suppose, you know, so. Yeah. So you've got um, an $8 office chair. Yeah. I got a better one coming, but for now I just got a stool. Yeah. So this approves it, you know, so it cuts both ways. So. But, but yeah, it's uh, that's the main thing we're doing is we're, I mean, we're not doing anything crazy. It's just, we're, I, don't, I honestly don't know where our overhead needs to be, but I know it will, it needs to be back where it was as a cost of, basically our overhead used to be, you know, I don't have it in front of me, but say our overhead, I'm guessing is $3,000 per roof sold. Yeah. It needs to be somewhat back in line with that adjusted for. 10% annual inflation or something. I don't know. So as we look at this, and 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 I think that I think this is something that everybody needs to really dig into and look into. You mentioned hypothesis before. What is kind of your your gut, your hypothesis about what's going on? With the overall market or with I think well, in what you discovered in your business. I think that honestly, just times have been good. And I know. I don't want to give any advice against yours, but your advice has always been to raise prices. And 90% of the time, that is the correct thing because most contractors are too cheap. I honestly feel like with our company, we've 
got away with raising prices a little bit too much and it's hidden a lot of other stuff, which is fine, but you can't just raise prices. Yeah. And it's really easy. Like, you know, it's one thing to raise prices in a recession when you're, you know, zigging while everyone else is zigging. Right now, everybody's raising prices. So if you're just raising prices, you're probably not doing enough. Yeah. That's what I would say. Well, and, and the ironic thing is up until a year, year and a half ago, it was very, very sound advice. A mm-hmm. year ago, year and a half ago, it started to become like, if you didn't do it, you, right. you were you were forced to do it. Even if you yep. wouldn't do it before, you were forced to do it. And over the last year, you've been forced to do it multiple times. So it's an interesting thing. I've oh, many. Never, I mean, yeah. I've, I've never seen this in my 25 years in home improvement. I've never seen anything like this where inflation was just so out of control that everybody is forced to raise price. I just went to flipping Chipotle and got a bowl. It was $15 or $14, something like that. Yeah. You know, I just ate, I, at, I just ate at five guys and it was 18 bucks. Yeah. For burger fries drink. Yeah. It, it's everything has gone up. Everybody's raising prices, but you got to know what you're doing. You got to know, okay, here's what it's costing me. You got to know my labor, my material. I got to get my gross margin. Then from that, I got to understand what is my marketing cost? What's my selling and what's my overhead? So, And then that's after all of that is what's going to leave me my profit. And if you're not making money right now, you never will. You're done. Sorry. Yeah, you're done. Yep. Right. If you can't make money in this environment, you never will. But it's also, it's weird times because is this the new normal or is, is your, you said your, the price of a roof is up 63%, right? Yes. And part of that is because I would say your price was too low at the beginning of last year. We had a back, so we had a backlog in price increases monthly and we were behind our backlog. So we had to really take some price jumps. Yeah. I mean, just period. Cause that was, you know, in the old days, you wanted to get a couple month backlog on roofing and then you're set when you do those, you know, you do that work at every, all the prices remain stable and you, it's, it's security. Whereas it turned into a liability, you know, beginning of last year, end of the year prior. The average cost of a roof to the consumer. Oh, up to yes. Went up. Yes. That's significant. Correct. Yeah. So that's a $10,000. What was a $10,000 roof? A year and a half ago, it's now a $16,000 roof. Oh, it was $11,000 roof. A year and a half ago is $18,000 now. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Now, is that, so now the question is, is that the new normal? Is that how it's going to be now for the next two or three years? We don't know. No, we don't. And I think it's, I mean, my personal thought is that we need to make basically so if, if you wanted to make 20% before this, and you probably need to make 30% now, because just, and this is me just guessing, I don't know any more than the next guy, but I would say if you're not making money now, a year from now, you're at negative 10%, you're out of business. If you're making 20% now, every year from now, you're going to be at 10% and then trying to get your margin up. Uh, that's just my personal thought. Yeah. So. 
Well, the other interesting thing that you said is, and, and you, you noticed, is your marketing cost. So you said, what was it, 257%? Yes, 257%. Yeah. So it's significant. 2020, we were, 2021, sorry, we were 60% repeat and referral. And we had lots of work and it didn't make sense to spend money on marketing. And now we're, we're trying some things. And that's that's it because we're we're trying things, we're spending money, we don't have, it's not formulaic yet for us. So we're having to, we're having to play with some money and test some things, which again, much rather be doing it now when you have some margin to play with than once things hit the fan, you know? Well, and it's, and it's very, very smart because when things do start to slow down, the mistake that people make is they stop marketing, whether it's because we're too busy or because we don't have money or for whatever reason. And if you aren't marketing today, you're potentially in trouble a year from now when things do start to contract a little bit. I was talking with Scott at CCN last week. We were at an event together and we were talking about the subject. In fact, I'm going to have him on on an episode soon because we had kind of a, we had a little bit of a scary conversation just because of some of the things he's seeing out there through through Certified Contractors Network. And of course, some of the things that I'm seeing through, through my clients he was saying the one of the biggest mistakes that people make, one of the biggest mistakes that people make when things start to slow down is they stop spending on marketing and they stop spending on training, which is two yep. areas that you do not want to cut, right? And so being ready, yep. having the budget today. So it's very smart that you were, you know, you were relying on repeat and referral last year, you did some marketing, you had marketing out there, but now you're becoming more mm -hmm. of a marketer. You're not relying on anything. You're not taking anything for granted. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that's kind of what I see. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, we have to, I mean, we're down, our number of jobs sold is down 40%. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. Now, on the one hand, there is a beauty in doing less and making more. But again, the question is how sustainable is exactly, it? yeah. And if and if that's the way it is forever, then I'll gladly right. say I'm wrong and then just quit coming to work. But yeah, just in case, I'm gonna make sure that we're you know that the ship's tight. So absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it would it would actually be great if this if yeah. this was the new normal and we could make more on less. Great, especially yeah. in roofing with all. And the I've talked to. And I've talked to other guys locally that have seen the same thing and they say, Hey, you know, what's the big deal? This is great. You know, some of my competitors and, and I'm like, well, it is great as long as it, you know, keeps going like this. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the whole thing here, you know, again, to the listener is these are things to just think about and Kirk loses nothing, but gains everything by doing the things that he's doing now by not taking things for granted by saying, you know, this could go on forever, but let me make sure the ship is tight so that if things do change, and we know they will, but let's just say if, if they change, I'm going to be prepared. I'm not going to be the one that goes negative 10%. I'm the one that's going to be still making money. And just as a disclaimer, I'm the guy that bought his first house when he was 19 in 2007 when the market could never go down 
and I was also working in construction then. So I was 20 years old. People were buying houses. I sat there after the recession happened, watched people buy houses for half of what I paid. Yeah. And, you know, all these old wise people had told me that the price would never go down. So now I, I question stuff if things go too good. Yeah. Well, so. and that's good. I think it's good. Well, Kirk, thank you. I appreciate it. I know you're going to do a little presentation for the mastermind group on the discoveries and the numbers, and we'll dig into them a little bit more in mastermind. But I, I wanted to have you on here just to make people aware. This is about awareness. These are just things for you to think about. We want you to be successful. If you're listening to this podcast, we want you to succeed. We want you to, you know, get past all of this, whatever this is, and then whatever the next thing is, you know, so the healthier your foundation is, the better you'll weather any storm that comes along and the greater opportunity you'll have to take advantage of current market conditions. And so that's what I hope that we're doing a little bit of here. So Kirk, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Brian. And to everyone listening, until next time, this is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group, and this is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Let me ask you, did it help you look at your business in a different way? Did it spark an idea or ideas that you hadn't thought of before? Do you have a list of action items that you can take and implement into your business or your life today? I really hope so. If it did, I'd like to ask you a favor. Would you leave a five-star review of the podcast? By doing so, you'll help other contractors find the podcast more easily so that we can help them achieve more success, wealth, and freedom. And before you go, make sure you subscribe to the Wealthy Contractor Podcast so you get access to the latest episodes as soon as they're available. We're always striving to provide you with great content so you don't want to miss what's coming up. In fact, if you haven't already, make sure you go to thewealthycontractor.com and get your free copy of my latest book, The Seven Secrets to Becoming a Wealthy Contractor. Just pay shipping and handling, and I'll take care of the cost of the book. So until next time, this is Brian Kaskavalsian.